Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of It Could All Be So Simple. I'm your host, Doc J, Doc Johnson, Hood Hitch. And yeah, man, we back. Uh, of course, make sure y'all follow me on socials, uh, at Twitter. Make sure, make sure you follow me at So Simple Pod. Uh, Instagram is at It Could All Be So Simple Pod. Uh, make sure y'all follow me on there. Be on there talking my shit, of course. Um, and our weekly reminder, Kobe and Nip should be here. Mamba mentality, the marathon continues. Uh, yeah, man, just that, that play that that mantra got me through some some dark places that I feel dark for me. Um, so hopefully it can help y'all. Uh, but yeah, man, let's get right into it. Our questions of the day. Why is dating trash? So it's going to be a few questions, actually. And all this shit is inspired by my homegirl of mine. Of course, all anonymous, no name, no face, no case. Uh, but she's the one who recommended, yo, you need to talk about this. And with my permission, Go ahead and give my situation, but try to be uh, anonymous. But I also told her, cool, I'm going to hold off on my response and I'm going to hold off on my uh, advice that I give her. And I'm going to respond back live on the pod, live as in in real time versus obviously this is recorded. But y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. But um, so let's just get right into it, man. And we're going to let Blink-182 kind of talk to him a little bit, too. Um But she wants to know why is dating trash, right? I'm always on some nigga shit, but an R&B and hip hop is my it's my jam, of course. But can't sleep on Bleak 182. Um, but yeah, why is dating trash? Do you know the timing of the date? Are you even ready to date? Mm-mm-mm. Do you even know what you're looking for? Do you know how to date? And are you dating for a purpose? Right? So, are you looking for forever? Uh, shit, with her, in her case, one of her things were, she was like, niggas not even chivalrous anymore. Right? So, with that, let Mr. Trevor talk to her for a second, too. <laughs> I'm not a kid no more, so I must open doors and make you feel like the lady you are. <laughs> My mama raised me to be classy, not flashy. I'm happy to please you, though I can tell that's not what you're used to at all. It's really not, though. So it's really not. I just overslept is what I always say. But let's just get right into it. Why is dating trash? And in my opinion, it's because y'all don't set expectations, right? And real ones. So what I mean by that is what exactly are you looking for and expecting out of this person that's realistic? Because like really, really think about it. A lot of the times that we get into these dating situations, it's eh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it a try. And in most cases, not talking about, yeah, of course, there, there's in some cases that it's successful. But in most cases, that attitude is nowhere near successful. How many times have you gave something eh, just to try? 
And then you walked away from it like, damn, that was dope. Not trying something different. I'm talking about the attitude of, it, we'll get deeper into it a little bit in a little bit, but the attitude of, there's a, all the signs point to, yet, point to no, but fuck it, it's a yes, I'll give it a try. Because you don't have that expectation. What is a real expectation? The expectation of, I expect this person to be chivalrous. But not everybody's chivalry, chivalry is the same. The same way like not everybody's common sense is common. So if you're looking for somebody who opens the door for you, pulls out the chair, uh, wants you to walk on the inside of the street versus the outside of the street, that ain't that all may be cool, but there's another form of chivalry where a nigga will order your dinner for you, order your lunch for you, order your or just go to a restaurant and sit down and order the food for you. Some women may want that. Other ones like, yo, bro, I can order my own food, plus I don't like that, and plus I'm allergic to the shit that you just ordered. Now, granted, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna kind of know what the woman's interest is, or if she's saying, Hey, I've never been here before. You seem like you've been here before, or you're more more uh, you're more familiar with this place. Order something for me, but I don't want X, Y, and Z. Blah, 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 blah. The real ones are probably gonna kick it back and be like, okay, cool. Maybe go ahead and look at this section because I don't want to order for you, and then you not like it, and then now here we are. But you got some women who are okay with that. It just depends on how you want to go about it. So what are your expectations? What type of chivalry are you looking for? Shit, what are you looking for right now when it comes to dating? What's your expectation from this man? Is he a fuck buddy? Is he is he a friend with benefit? Is he just a smash and pass? Is it, like, what are your expectations with that? And it's a lot of the times that's the root of why dating is trash. Because y'all don't even know what the fuck you want. You don't even know what to expect. So if you don't, and on the other side of that coin, if you have no expectation, then have no expectation because don't expect internally to have that. I want you to this. I want, I want, I want a man who X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, whatever y'all put your own little stamp on that, but whatever your version of that is. And then now you go into it, your, your expectation is A, B, C, and then he gives you X, Y, Z. And then now you got a problem with X, Y, Z. Well, that means you have an expectation that you just didn't want to say. So that whole, I'll just give it a try and see. It's not going to be successful. Are you looking and hoping versus being? So easiest way I can put that is you can look at you. I'm obviously going to always speak from my perspective. So if I'm trying to get at a girl or we're, we're, about to go on a date or whatever stage we are in with everything, right? The woman may be looking at it like, I'm hoping he's like this. I'm hoping the night goes like this. Back to it, that means you do have an expectation and how realistic is that versus just letting it be. That's a callback to one of my old episodes of just let shit be. So if you are going to get into it with, uh, yo, I'm just going to give it a try. Then if you're going to give it a try, then give it a try. Go into it and just let shit be versus having a hope and an expectation that's unrealistic. You may have just met this guy. And then we go out and I'm doing, let's just say it's me and I'm hitting 
all your ABCs. Well, once I start hitting the ABCs, you're going to start adding E, F, G, H. You're going to start adding shit either subconsciously or consciously throughout the date because it's going well. And now you keep, without me knowing, you keep adding shit to this whole scenario. You keep adding shit to this date to where now, okay, well, now if he does this, well, now if he does this, well, now he does this. Oh my God. Okay. Well, he did this, but he did everything else. And oh my God, this is such a great night. And so, and granted, you can have that feeling. But typically, when you're going into that and you're doing that process, 10 times out of 10 is going to turn out bad because he's going to turn into himself in a second. Eventually, those representatives, which we'll touch on a little bit later, those representatives are going to go away. Because it also you got to think about maybe you're just not even ready to date if you're doing shit like that. Right. Like, are you? Because timing matters. And I'll, again, I'll touch on that a little in a little bit, too. But do you know what you want yet? So if you're adding shit in between. While you have your ABCs going into the first date, you got your ABCs lined up. Keep it at that. Because if you know what you want, you're going into it with that. Because if you have that like, oh, I don't know what I want, but I know it's not that. Well, then you do know what you want. Kind of goes back to the, uh, well, I'll just give it a try. If you're going to give it a try, then that means you have an expectation going into it. And if you're going, well, I'm going to give it a try because I have no expectation. Then that's where you can leave it from what I'm trying to get you to do. Just leave it at that. And then now let's just be. Because that's also going to help you realize you can go on that date and really think that you are ready to date. And then in the process of either him at hitting all the marks and you adding marks in between that, when you realize that's what you're doing, like, damn, OK, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready to date. Or if you on the other side of that, you have your marks and I'm going to keep it realistic and I'm going to keep it short because it's just, you know, first couple of dates. And for me, a first date is grouped into three. Because you have and it's kind of a tangent, but side tangent, but a first date to me is you got your real first date. Could be the first time that y'all actually went out one on one together. Y'all may have kicked it and interacted in kickback settings or uh, game nights or brunch or whatever, whatever your forte is. You may have interacted in that way. But that's not a first date, the first date of kicking it. Y'all may have kicked it in a group setting 10 times before, but now we're first time going out. That's to me, first date. So when I'm when I'm giving different examples, you may have that thought like, well, doc, that's not. A first date to me, it is. I'm talking about like the beginning stages before the representatives go away, which I'm anti-representative anyway. But so with that, it's that do you even know what you want yet? And what are you looking for? And that then kind of goes into are you ready to date? Because you can go back and forth like I was saying. And then now y'all finally go out on your first date and. He's not hitting any of the marks you can have in real time in that realization of in real time, have the realization of, damn, I'm not ready to date yet. Because this is just horrible. He's not hitting any of my marks and I know they're realistic. All I'm asking for is cool conversation and you're on your phone the whole time. All I'm asking for is, OK, well, I want to see if he's going to open the door for me. He doesn't. Now you have that. Oh, shit. Well, that's a mark. And you may be looking for simple shit, pulling out the chair, uh, paying for dinner. To me, that's it. who invited who. Like we it get the nuances and everything and all the intricacies, uh, they kind of add into that. But they're all going to 
land the plane on, am I ready to date or not? You're going to answer that question for you. And then you're going to get into, okay, well, then what am I looking for? Is it a relationship? Is it love? Is it a fuck buddy? Friends with benefits? If you don't know, then don't say it's trash. Because you can get into a situation where you meet this guy and everything is cool and then y'all fuck and then that's it. Now your heart is broken. He don't know nothing about it though. I Yo, I just thought we were cool. I thought this is just what it was. Well then you and him are looking for two different things and you never even got into the bag of, okay, well, what do I want? Even Not even with him, with yourself. Because again, if you don't have an expectation of anything and that's what it turns into, meaning like y'all just hit, then why is he at fault? Why is dating trash when you never set the expectation of what the fuck you wanted to do? How was dating trash when everything is cool? If I'm, if I'm speaking from the man's perspective, right? Because I've been in that situation a million and four times where we're cool. We never have a real conversation about your single status versus my single status and what we looking for, et cetera, et cetera. We never had that conversation. So now we fuck and I'm still being the same. Let's just say I never switch up. And the same meaning we talk out of seven days, we maybe talk two or three times a week. Whether through text, DM, like responding to stories, I'm trying to make it paint a realistic picture of how, how communication goes nowadays. For me, I talk to the same group of people on three or four different platforms about three or four different to- uh, topics at the same time. That's just the way of the world now, right? So you could be having a conversation with her on a Monday or if I'm speaking to the girl, she could be speaking to me on a Monday and then we DM about, we could be texting. And then now Wednesday comes and now it's DMs because I seen a funny Instagram post or story or whatever that she sent to me or I sent to her. And then on Friday, we talk on the phone maybe for 20, 30 minutes and then wash, rinse, repeat Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now we fuck. The program never switches up. But now instantly your expectation switches up because now we fucked. We still talking Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but now it was going to turn into why do we only talk Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Well, because that's what we always did. Well, dating is, you see, because niggas don't, they don't even, they don't this, they don't that, they don't this, they don't that. And like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why all of a sudden do I have to start doing all of that when that's how we're here anyway? I got you just being me. You still here because I'm just being me. And this is granted going on the, on the, based on the assumption that he's, he's a real one. Granted, in these examples, it is more towards the woman, but also I'll, I like to say, women, you guys are way more in control of certain situations when it comes to this men versus women argument. You guys are way more in control about more topics than we are. So if dating is trash, and I'm, I'm outlining the dating is trash, cater to the perspective of when y'all are dating the right one, and making it into and then now you're making it trash when it's really not but also simultaneously going to outline dating is trash because the niggas are trashed and you're trying to turn them into something different 
But in this case, if I'm talking about myself, clearly, I'm not saying I'm doing everything right, but I'm definitely keeping it at 100 with you in, in this made up example. So if I'm keeping it 100 with you and now you turn it into something different, dating isn't trash, boo. I'm sorry to tell you. Your expectations are trash. Because and your communication is super trash. Because if I'm just going with the vibe and now the expectation on your end switched up, dating isn't trash. Because at the moment that it's switched up for you, even after that, it should be a conversation. Yo, I know we got lost in the moment, but these are my expectations going forward. And then now you can let the conversation go from there. And based on that conversation from what he's saying, you'll be able to maneuver and operate the way that you need to. But don't put that on him. And don't put definitely don't put that on the situation. But if it's a situation where you're looking for love. And you know that you're going into it and you're getting the vibe already that, yeah, he's a stand up dude, but he's just not really on that relationship, super deep love stage. Then the situation itself just it's just not that dating. The dating isn't trash. The situation just didn't turn out the way that you wanted to. And now all of a sudden it's trash to you. And that's not fair. Or if you have a fuck buddy that now it develops into more on your end, but not on his or friends would benefit. And I've outlined that before, but y'all can run that back if you need to, what the differences are. But a friends would benefit. Yeah, y'all do got that chemistry. Y'all do got that vibe. Y'all do got that. No representatives or any of the sort. And now here it is. You want more. It goes back to that communication. And then now, now nah, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up what we have because this is this is fun to me. But I also have the the uh, it's less of the have my cake and eat it, too. And why buy the milk when you can get the cow for free is less of that and more of I'm just cool with how this is, because we do have that relationship ish relation uh, uh, feeling. Without it being all of that. And we can still be cool and not it. And, and now it's not turning into no bullshit. But now if it starts turning into more, you want more goes back to now. You got to communicate that to me. And if you don't know any what you want or anything like that, then don't say it's trash. Because, again, they may be doing some fuck shit. The guy may be out here. Wilding the fuck out. And it goes back to that timing where if you don't even know what you want and what your current mindset is, then everything can be everything. Meaning it could be, oh, my God, that's a red flag or, oh, my God, this is bad. He got so much baggage or it could just be his situation because if you don't know, then you don't know. I always say that that's a big that's a big model for me. That also helps me. To, well, it works for me to stop overthinking shit. But also, I tell people that to stop overthinking because we're like, well, I just really don't know. Cool. If you don't know, then don't automatically assume the worst because you're never going to assume the best. So if you don't know, then just flat out don't know, then get the information and then act on that. So if you know that he has baggage. Then now you can say, oh, no, I'm cool. You can make that educated decision because when you know what you want. Or you know what you do, or you try to trick yourself into, I don't know, I don't know what I want, but I don't, I, I know I don't want that. Then whatever that is that you don't want, then assess, is that baggage or is that just a situation? And the difference between the two is, if you, I'll use myself, for example. I said it in, in the last, one of the last episodes, I'm happily divorced. 
right? For my first wife. Shout out to, again, her co-parenting goals. That's my dog. That's my nigga, right? And so is she, happily divorced. She's remarried. Her husband, that's my nigga. Beautiful son together. All that good stuff, right? If I know that I'm divorced and I go meet somebody who's going through a divorce, I should understand that that just may be their situation. It's not baggage because I can't claim that as baggage when I'm divorced. How, how can that be? What's your situation? Are you divorced and everything is copacetic like it is on my end? Well, that's the situation. Your situation is, oh, he's just been divorced before. Baggage is divorced, ugly divorce, custody battles, drama, lawyers, whatever your version. You, you know, again, I know all common sense isn't common, but that's common sense. How nasty is the divorce? How crazy is the ex-husband? How crazy is the baby mama? I always say I have a mother of my children. A mother of my children versus a baby mama. I have two kids with my ex-wife and one with my current. That's it. But if we were never legally married, they still wouldn't be baby mamas to me. And that's always going to be because of the, the, the negative connotation that comes along with it. But and again, I know it's just slang or whatever, like nigga. But to me personally, if you have a baby mama, baby daddy situation, that's going to be up to the person who's choosing to enter it to know is that baggage or is that your situation? Because situation can be. Yo, I'm in between jobs. If you just stop there, it's like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, this nigga unemployed. He ain't got no money. But then you find out, well, no, he left one situation. He left, he left his current job and went to a new job, and it's just a week lapse in between. That's where the communication comes in. Baggage is he can't keep a job because of whatever his things are, whatever his vices are, whatever his actual baggage is. Two completely different things. So it's, it's going back to do you even know how? Because dating is simple. It's just being you. Going back to the representative things, unfortunately, a lot of times when you go meet somebody in, in uh, shit, ir- ironically, the person who even made this joke is the one who got slapped up. Um, but Chris Rock made the I forgot how the joke went, but essentially he's the one who introduced uh, introduced this representative thing. Right. And when two people meet. The representatives meet up to see if they OK, cool, let's go ahead. It's kind of like a job interview. Let me see if this is even going to mesh well or whatever. The representatives meet. Boom. And then now by date two, three or four, you break out of your shell and now you start to become yourself to the person who you already been on three, four dates with already. So fuck the representatives. Because dating is simple. I'm always going to say that, i.e. The, the theme and the title of all these pods is it can really be so simple. Just being you. So if you know, back to the whole job uh, in between job scenario. If you know that you have a minimum expectation or a demand, then stay realistic. So if you know that my man has to be employed and you hear he's in between jobs, the representative is going to 
oh, okay, so well, tell me more about that versus you being like, well, no, that's a that's a that's that's a sign for me of hey, what's going on? Because it could be a red flag to you, but also kind of going back to what I was saying a little bit earlier, kind of deciphering what what's what situation versus baggage. Well, a flag versus a red flag. A red flag is a red flag, but not all flags are red. So in between jobs, the red flag is and baggage is can't keep a job. The flag is regular flag. Yo. Well, what do you mean? Well, what happened? Now you're asking because it's red flag. Yo, well, you're in between jobs. Well, he may fuck around and be literally in between jobs. And now here it is. He left five figures and going up to six figures in, in a couple of days. Oh, shit. Well, what was well, this? Well, that way, well, you know, and then now you start getting into that career path because now the the real you is inquisitive about what he has going on versus the representative you is trying to figure out what he has going on to see if it's OK for you to drop your guard. Your feelings are going to get hurt, so you might as well go into it. Unguarded. To figure out what exactly what it is. I'm not sitting here saying going into it like, oh, I love you. I want to just marry you now. That's not having your guards up or guards down. That's you need uh, help. <laughs> but when it comes to you for real asking questions, you're going to ask from what matters to you. Not. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Your representative is going to ask questions based on your previous relationship. The real you is going to ask questions based on what you want, not and has nothing to do with anybody else. That's the easiest. That's the easiest way that I can explain and break down and decipher representative versus being you. Because there's nothing wrong with the representative in in context. Excuse me. That's always going to be the difference. But if you go into it knowing that with me, this matters to me. Not because this was something that my ex did or didn't do. You're gonna, you're always gonna be winning with that, and that's how that's how you're gonna always try to. I'm trying to watch what I say so I don't start telling on people, but <laughs> that's how you're going to decipher really between overthinking the small shit and overanalyzing the big shit. I'm gonna stick to that same scenario to make it easy. Overthinking is going to be. Oh my God, he's unemployed. What am I going to do? Why would I want to fuck with a man like that? Why would I want to this? Why would I want to? But it's like, okay, well, you're overthinking it. Ask him why. Because then you find out it may be something so small. We tend to overthink small shit and overanalyze the big shit. Especially when it's something good. That's a whole other story. But something big could be, oh my God, he he has a baby mama. And you're going to overanalyze, oh, my God, he has a baby mama and they're cool. Well, why? Oh, they must still like each other or they must still want to be with each other or they have no drama, no nothing. Why is everything like the good shit is intimidating to most women? I have a great relationship with my kid's mom. I've dated women who were intimidated by that. But how can you be intimidated by something that's natural, healthy and, and, and good? Because you're overanalyzing that shit. 
I've had women who overthink the dumbest shit. He put his phone down and he faced it face down. Now, granted, I know that's triggers and signs and whatever. But what about when I just tossed my phone or I grabbed my phone and I put it down and I just so happened to be the way that it is. If it was face up, why is that a good thing? Like, look at the dumb shit that we tend to overthink. Look at the dumb shit, even though it's in a good way or it's something good that we tend to overanalyze. That's what happens when it comes to dating. So you can have a guy who has a great relationship with one of his, let's just say he has multiple. Let's just make it even more ratchet. <laughs> he has women with two different, he has kids with two different women. And relationship is great with both of them. That would be a sign to me that, oh, okay, well, he doesn't tolerate drama. Has nothing to do with still having feelings involved. So you're going to overanalyze that shit and make that into a red flag. It could be a flag. Something that you want to maybe proceed with caution versus just flat out, just stop. So hopefully that helps in that aspect, right? So with that, I'll get into my daily drag. And again, no names, no face, no case. But here we go. So my own girl, we having our little session back and forth. And she tells me, I need to talk about the ghettoness of dating in my next episode. And I said, well, wait, what? Why? Everything about it is ghetto. The men are trash. Dating apps are trash. Meeting a man in public is trash. It's all trash. Chivalry is dead. Every nigga got a situation, whether it be a baby mama or a lingering ex or a wife or something. So I asked her, I'm like, well, are these turnoffs or situations? Those are two different things. It may not be your regular baggage. She says it's a, the baggage is a turnoff. And then she gives me her examples and I'll try to sum it up as easy and quickly as possible. But and mind you, I haven't responded to her and I'm going to respond in real time. But she says a guy that she's that actually likes her. We gel well. Sex is bomb. Combo bomb. He's a hustler like me. No drama. He has two kids. No drama with him and his baby mama. But. He has an ex-wife who has no kids with. They have drama. She says the turnoff is that he's married, still communicates with the wife. They've been separated for a year. They still argue like they're together. There's been no filing for divorce, but yet he wants to pursue things with me. The wife knows about me, doesn't want him speaking to me because he feels like he's giving me all the attention that from, from him that she never got. I said, okay. Then she gets into, it's very hard for me to take him seriously because of his situation. And although I like him a lot, the wife's situation is eternal turnoff. Then she says, I'm going to give you about my other one. Met a guy real cool. Vibe was bomb. Very established. Hit once and it was cool. The turnoffs, he's never asked me on a date. He always asked me to hang out. And every time that we hang out, we got to hang out at his house. He also told me, he chooses to date multiple women because that's the lifestyle he prefers, but does not want any of his women to date other men. And then she caps it off with what the fuck? I made a comment to him. Chivalry is dead. And he laughed at me and said, I'm living in the ancient times. She said, I can go on and on, but I'll wait. And she didn't wait. <laughs> Another nigga I met. Someone actually set us up. He's younger, 26 to be exact, but dates older women. We, and that's crazy. We, she's younger than me. And the guy, the nigga that she's dating calls her the older woman. And she's a year or two younger than me. And I'm not even 40. 
bugging. Anyways, uh, he has yet to ask me on a date, give me a compliment, flirt, anything. I'm like, are you scared? Men apply zero pressure. There's no aggression. There's too too many situations. I don't know if y'all be chased. And I don't say y'all, FYI, but... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if y'all want to be chased or if it's just me scared to shoot your shot scared to shut it down two more dudes on my team both I like a lot both have lingering as baby mamas I'm telling you the men are either scary I legitimately can, can tell, cannot tell you the last time a man asked me on a date complimented me a man applied any pressure if anything these men have made me feel like I'm competing for them and not the other way around hey 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 I love you and I can sum this up in one sentence, but clearly I can't. Uh, so I'm going to break this down guy by guy, but I'm going to group it all together. And again, I love you. And this is coming from the heart because I love you, but you need to get your shit together. And where you're picking and who you're trying to settle down with, or I won't say settle or give it go or whatever. That's where the problem is because you give it time to niggas that don't deserve your time. First homie has a wife who he won't divorce and you're just some convenient work pussy. Again, I love you. But if you strip away the moments y'all may have had or have during those intimate times, like if you just strip all that shit away, it boils down to y'all just each other's rebounds because let's just not forget. And with permission, of course, you're divorced. Going, or I don't know. I don't know if it's final. I don't know what the situation is because we haven't caught up. But with that, but I will tell you: don't forget about your current situation and what you're going through in your world. It may not be bad because I don't know the the ins and outs of it. But I do know that you're going through or recently divorced. So why is that not baggage for you, but it's baggage for them? Kind of goes back to the timing of it. You're not even really ready to date because. Your situation, you and him are each other's rebounds. That's homeboy number one. And I'm going to tell you, too, he's going to get back with his wife. This is a separation. He's not really ready, ready to let it go. I can tell you, and it this is obviously shit 13 years ago. But when me and my first wife separated, it was on a Sunday and we were doing a week in the house when I had the kids, I would stay home. And then when she had the kids, I would leave and we would do a week on week off. First separate or the day that we separated was on a Sunday. I had my own place five days later because when it's over, it's over. And that's my thing with homeboy. When it's over, it's over. If y'all separated, you're separated. Now, granted, you may have all kind of different shit. But again, I'm only pulling from mine. I had two kids. We had a place together. That we had bills together. We had everything, uh, everything that everybody else can be going through. But when it was over, it was over. It was over for her, too. It was over for her before it was over for me. Respectfully, of course. And we, we laugh about that shit now. But it was over. So why wait? And that's what he's doing. I digress. Boom. Homie number two. And I'm speaking in the granted, I'm the last person who ever wants to speak about somebody's relationship status and how they choose to go about it. But for somebody who does subscribe in a completely different way to the type of lifestyle that he lives, he's just a selfish fuck and hiding behind a very, very 
um, personal lifestyle to me. And that he's the type of niggas that make me sick when it comes to that. I'll do an episode on that eventually, I'm sure, but I'll kind of keep it brief with that. But he's just selfish. And he's using the ideology of this lifestyle for his selfishness. The I can do it, but you can't mindset is where I got to call it out. He just wants his cake and eat it too. And you're inadvertently allowing it, even though you're doing your own thing. But I guarantee you, you're probably not telling him. The other guy who's not applying no pressure, he's just not into you. I'm I'm saying that with love, of course, but he's just not into you at all. If y'all met through somebody and whatever, he could be slow boating it. And y'all been talking for X amount of time, X amount of weeks or whatever, but he's just not into you or he got a, he got a, uh, a main or girl. So going to kick it is not really on his, his radar right now. I don't know if y'all fucked. I don't, I don't think you said that, but if you did, then it was a smashing pass too. So that's the best way that I can describe it to you in a nutshell. Dating in LA, sing, single in LA, shout out West Coast, just if y'all didn't know. Um, it's not trash. And I, again, I love you. But I'm going to keep saying it because I was saying it to her when she was letting me know all this shit. And anytime that I try to give my people advice and I got to be this aggressive or this, I don't say aggressive, but this direct, I always got to say, I love you because you know I'm coming from a place of love when i say this this is not bash women this is not all women are dumb i'm gonna call out your dumb decisions and right now with the pick of the litter that you told me about all these niggas are trash but it's because you're digging through the trash (laughs) that's why dating is trash there's a whole section on the other side of the other 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 i'm using an analogy but there's a whole nother section on the other side of the bar, on the other side of the club, on the other side of the lounge, on the other side of the house, on the other side of the of the city, wherever the fuck, however you want to you want to apply it to. There's a whole nother section over there. But over, instead, you're in the back in the alley digging through the trash. You find an apple, a, a rotten apple, and now you're trying to polish it. And then when it keeps spoiling, it's oh, man, what the fuck? See, all these niggas is trash. Dating is trash. All these red flags. But you're not even taking the minute to understand. You're digging through the trash. And calling it trash. The moment that y'all can realize that shit would all be so simple. But y'all rather make it hard. I'm Doc J. If nobody ever told you, I'm going to tell you. It could all be so simple, but y'all motherfuckers rather make it hard. Holla. It could all be so simple, but you rather make it hard.